All right. Welcome to Whiskey with Mark. <laughs> nah, just fooling. Welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, sometimes Marcus, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. In this show, we talk about what's happening in the markets and how we're trading them. Today is Thursday, July 27th. Dow up for 14 days in a row. If today ends up positive, is a new record in sight. We'll talk about that. The Fed raises rates again. It's at the highest level in 22 years. A GDP surprise, Metasource, Chipotle flops. And what is the number one stock of the S&P 500 today? Plus, we'll take a look at a trade that we took yesterday with our mastermind group. I'll share that trade with you. Might be an opportunity to take it today if it fits your plan and uh, risk uh, profile there. As you can see, there's a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and get started. If this is your first time here, my name is Mark Hodge and I'm head coach at Rockwell Trading. Running the show solo today, but I promise that you are in good hands. You could say we have a ton of trading experience here at Rockwell Trading. Decades, in fact. We know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell it like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the world of trading, then you have come to the right place. Before we dive in and show you our trades, let's go ahead and bring up the S&P 500 and see what's going on in these crazy markets and it's up, up, and away. So yesterday, the biggie of the week, the Fed. The Fed made their statement. They shared their decision on interest rates. And then there was the press conference. And if we go to a five-minute chart here, we could see exactly how the markets moved. So going into the, the uh, decision here, it was a real quiet market, just flat, not a whole lot going on. And then there was a little bit of a rally when the decision was shared and the Fed decided to raise rates another quarter point. So the Fed approved a hike that takes interest rates to the highest level in more than 22 years. Now, this was essentially priced into the market. No surprise there. Nobody was caught off guard. Um, if you were, please read the news, even if you think it's fake read the news, you'll know something. Uh, I mean, this is all priced in. And you see here that uh, while policy makers indicated at the June meeting that the two rate hikes are coming this year, so that was the takeaway in June. Uh, now they're looking at uh, you know, being a little more, well, they've always been data driven, but it seems like that we could be at the end of this rate hike campaign Highest at 22 in 22 years. Let's go to uh, the CME FedWatch tool and just see what traders are pricing in. So there's no uh, meeting in August. The next meeting is in September. So 55 days, two hours, 56 minutes and 38 seconds. So a long time between now and the next meeting. And there's a lot of data to digest between now and then. So we see here that the current target for the September meeting is to keep rates unchanged. 24% chance the Fed will raise. If we look at probabilities, though, we see that uh, traders are counting on the Fed keeping rates the same and uh, potentially cutting rates for the first time in May and uh, continuing that uh, rate decline through uh, the remainder of 2024. So traders 
were really not too shocked or, or worried about the hike. And then during the press conference, uh, markets rallied. And then they pulled back a little bit before a little bit of a drift higher into the close. So the S&P uh, finished slightly lower, uh, just less than one point. So no real movement there after yesterday's decision. The NASDAQ was down a little bit, down uh, 0.1%, barely a move in the NASDAQ between the open and the close. And then we see this crazy looking Dow. Uh, chart here. The Dow did finish with another win, 0.2%. So the Dow is on a 13-day win streak, trying to make it 14 today. Right now, the Dow is positive, up 31 points. What does this mean? Well, 13 is the longest win streak since the 80s. So already we're on a, an impressive run, but 14 would be the longest win streak since 1897, which was the longest win streak on record. So the Dow is potentially entering a historic record-breaking uh, move here, either tying the record if we're positive for the day or breaking the record if we end tomorrow positive as well. Thought this was interesting. So at the end of the year in 1896, so going into 1897, when this win streak uh, of 14 was and record was made, uh, Dow components. The Dow was actually only 12 stocks, not 30. Uh, you had American Cotton Oil Company, American Spirits Manufacturing, American Sugar Refining, American Tobacco Company, the Chicago Gaslight and Coke Company, General Electric, the Lackland Gas Company, National Lead Company, Pacific Mail Steamship Company, Standard Rope and Twine, Tennessee Coal, Iron and uh, Railroad Company, and the United States Leather Company. What a difference between 1896 and 2023. So this was the last time there was a 14-day win streak. We'll see if the Dow can pull it off. Right now, up 22 points. So... The news this week has all been earnings and then what was going to go on with the Fed. Uh, and the Fed did raise as expected. They're taking things on a case-by-case -case basis, data dependent. And the other thing that was added is that they're they're really not, well, the, the, the economy looks better and we might avoid a recession. So Fed Chair Jerome Powell said, it has been my consistent view that we will be able to achieve inflation moving back down to our target without the kind of really significant downturn that results in high levels of job losses. And if we look at the economic calendar here, there was some data to say that, hey, uh, maybe things are continuing to remain strong and better than expected. And advanced GDP coming out at 2.4%, which was higher than forecast, higher than the last GDP number. So GDP remains strong. The, the economy remains resilient uh, and really shaking off the this higher rate environment. Unemployment claims coming in at 221,000 Americans filing for first-time unemployment. This is lower than expected. 234 was the forecast. 228 was last week's uh, number, so lower than expected unemployment claims. Advanced GDP price index down a little bit. Uh, gross domestic product showed the rise, uh, and 
we also saw that the personal consumption expenditures price index, excuse me, uh, rose 2.6%, and it was uh, lower than the increase that economists expected. Just all in all, uh, the economy doing okay and traders saying, you know what, we like this. So markets open higher, uh, but we have seen a little bit of a pullback since the open. Let's go back to a five-minute chart on the S&P 500. We see that after the strong start, pulling back, you know, quite honestly, this to me isn't a real surprise here. We've had such a big run-up. I think that the market is due for a pullback. And anything back down towards 3,500 or sorry, 4,500 in the S&P, 4,400 if we really see a little selling, this would be healthy within the confines of the overall trend. We've, we've kind of run away here. I think that we will get some profit taking. I'd love to see some profit taking to open the door to some new opportunities. I did take a new trade yesterday, which we'll talk about. Uh, but this this type of profit taking, maybe a little selling and profit taking going into the weekend, we'll have to see. But so far, traders say, who cares about rates? Now, let's uh, take a look at the heat map here in PowerX Optimizer. Just see where profits are distributed. And we see that the big Magnificent 7 still uh, really strong today. Everything else a little bit more mixed, right? So you do see some red in the, the lower half of this uh, heat map, this tracking S&P 500 stocks. So Microsoft down just a tiny bit, Apple up, NVIDIA up big, Google up nicely, Meta up big, Amazon up, Tesla flat. Uh, that's the, you know, the big names here. And we do have some red in financial services and healthcare and industrials and real estate, utilities. Uh, some green in oil and gas and uh, consumer defensive. So it is a little bit mixed when you look at the, the entire 500 stocks in the S&P uh, with the green heavily uh, concentrated in the, the large cap uh, names. So some market movers. Let's uh, go to Meta. Meta up nicely. Uh, if we see here, you see the, the nice gap higher uh, up almost 9% pre-market. And we see right now up 7%, getting to levels that we haven't seen since February of 2022, making highs uh, for the year here. Now, they jumped on stronger than expected results. Uh, they also issued strong sales guidance for the third quarter, showing an 11% uptick in revenue. So investors liking the earnings call and the numbers from Meta, Meta up big. Now, CMG, Chipotle, the exact opposite. If we look at Chipotle here, we see that Chipotle getting hammered on earnings down 9%. It's a little over 9%. Uh, earnings came in worse than expected. Uh, same with uh, revenue actually yeah no they did a little bit better on revenue but uh worse than expected earnings and traders not liking that so Ch uh, chipotle break into the downside here after trading in this range looks like it could be starting to fill this gap uh the gap higher that was seen on the positive earnings from the last quarter mcdonald's loving it <laughs> Mickey D's, 
up nicely today, trading in uh, this range that's been established over the last couple of months, but near the upside of that, up 1.7%. Uh, they saw gains in traffic and uh, customer spending. Uh, so that's working out well. Same store sales surged almost 12%, which was better than expected. So investors liking Mickey D's and uh, McDonald's up 1.7%. Now the best moving stock in the S&P 500 today, Align L-A-L-G-N is the ticker symbol. And if we look at Align, look at this, up 17.5%. Uh, an earnings beat for Align Technology. And that beat left investors liking this one, putting it at levels not seen since April of 2022. So a couple of movers, earnings still continue to remain strong, better than expected. I think it was 81% of the S&P 500 of beat earnings, according to FactSet. Uh, that was the last number that I saw. So earnings remain strong. We do have another uh, big piece of data uh, that will be released tomorrow. We have the core PCE price index. This is the Fed's favorite inflation uh, gauge. So uh, we'll see what this shows tomorrow. That report comes out pre-market, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern, an hour before markets open. So let's take a look at a new trade. Drum roll, drum roll please. Uh, CSIQ. Maybe not uh, a big surprise here if you've been following along uh, with our YouTube videos and market updates. I like the 35 strike on CSIQ, at least with what I've seen over the last couple of months. You know, maybe there's this big move or some data or some news where I decide I want to uh, be focusing on a lower support level because there is some support around 29 and 30 as well. But for this year, after breaking to the upside, trading in these ranges here, we have some nice support around 35, 36. Uh, and yesterday, Marcus and I, we both sold the 40 or we sold the 35 strike. We collected 40 cents and that was 40% annualized, I believe. So some nice premium uh, going out to next Friday. So we both sold the 35 strike, which means if on Friday next week, if CSIQ is trading below 35, that put is in the money, and we have an obligation to buy shares at 35, which would be a discount from where we're trading right now since CSIQ is trading at 36.65 and right at this nice support level. If instead CSIQ stays above 35, then we just got paid to take on a little risk, just like insurance companies do, and we are... Uh, making some money for the week, a little cash there, uh, never hurt nobody. <laughs> so I'm liking CSIQ, 35 strike work for me, both Marks and I traded it. Another position that I am in, PNC, Marcus is in this one as well. PNC, flirting with this 136 level, as you might recall, I sold 136 calls that are expiring tomorrow. So this is something that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, my plan is when I sell calls, I collected a dollar twenty-five, so that brings my break-even down a dollar twenty-five right now. Uh, my break-even is 
Actually, this doesn't reflect the current because it's not realized yet. But my uh, break even is one thirty three oh five before that dollar twenty five I collected. My cost basis is a buck thirty six. So I'm above my break even, below my cost basis. My plan is to try and close those calls at ninety percent max profit. So if I collect a dollar twenty five, that means that I'm trying to close them at twelve or thirteen cents. Right now, that's not possible. But if I can't buy them back at ninety percent of the max profit. For that trade, then I will let them expire. Or since they're calls, and when you sell a call, you have an obligation to sell shares if the stock closes above the strike that you've sold, then I could potentially see those shares called away. So I'm keeping an eye on this because ideally we let the call expire worthless, and then on Monday we get a little bit of a pop. We're able to sell calls. Maybe I get a buck twenty-five for the one thirty-eight call rather than the one thirty-six. So I'd love to see this call expire worthless and then get a little bit of a pop at the beginning of the week and either get the 136 with some huge, huge premium or maybe sell calls at a higher strike. We have to see what happens. But the alternative to that scenario is rolling. So it is something that I'm keeping an eye on. Rolling would be buying back the short call, the, the call that I've sold. Uh, buying it back to close that trade and selling next week's expiration. That's something that in our mastermind group this morning, we were looking at different scenarios and different credits that could be received based on my goals and my plan. Not enough to make sense for the role right now, but things could change for tomorrow. So uh, I'm in a situation where either the calls get uh, or the shares get called away tomorrow or the call expires worthless tomorrow or I potentially roll and uh, we might talk about that more tomorrow in tomorrow's video. Two trades that, that popped up that were maybes for me. NOC, so Northrop Grumman. Uh, this is a, a more expensive stock, but Northrop Grumman had a negative reaction to earnings. If you look at this one, a pretty nice uh, support level around 430, maybe 425, 435 range. Right now it's at 435.29. There was some decent premium here at the 430 strike for tomorrow and also next Friday. Uh, so this was a maybe. Uh, if it does get through the support level, there is some lower support here around uh, 345, 360, 375-ish. So there is some support lower, not uh, real close to where we're trading right now, but this one was a maybe. Another one that popped up that was a maybe uh, that could be a potential earnings play if you're considering them would be Crocs. So Crocs trading at one and two fifty three. Our scanner right now showing the potential for ninety six strike for next uh, Friday for thirty one percent annualized. If you like this one, Crocs flirting with this recent support. Uh, we'll see if it breaks through. If it breaks through, we could see some support around 92.50. If it breaks through there, then look out below. So another one where I, I think it was a decent earnings play. Maybe we had one mastermind trader trade. I think it was the 98, and then it, it actually rallied. She was able to close it at 80% of max profit in one day uh, in, a, in less than an hour, which was awesome. And then it drifted back down. So... This one, some decent premium. We just have to be comfortable owning shares of Crocs at, at 96 or higher, depending on the strike that you're trading. Right now, we're, we're just kind of teeter-tottering around support 
And if it holds, it's a beautiful trade. If it breaks, we could see a little more downside. Um, although a 15%, 14% drop in Crocs right now, pretty significant for, for this one. So two maybes for you and a trade that we took yesterday that might be available today or tomorrow. That's CSIQ. And always looking for more opportunities if they shall present themselves. And I am looking forward to a little bit of a pullback going into the weekend. We'll see if that takes place. So, hey, the week's not over yet. If you like this video, please give it a like. If you're new to the channel, please subscribe. I'm going to be back here tomorrow looking at new opportunities and sharing what's going on in these crazy markets. So until then, happy trading, everybody.